You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brandy and Chrissy and Stephanie. Hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 836, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that the Mousecapades and More podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help. You could text Vicki, Chrissy, Brandy, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we'd be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So I was on vacation, which you guys know, and I did the little brief episode in the car because I knew some things had come out and some things that I felt like you needed to know, especially annual pass. Let me just tell you, that was a lot of money up front, but I saved a lot of money on meals while I was there in June. And I don't know if that's going to stay that way for the summer, but um, it's normally 10% and it was 20% at every restaurant. And so it was a huge deal. Wow. So if you have your annual pass, yeah, we saved $47 at dinner for at Ohana. It was four of us at Ohana for dinner and 20% off was $47. So, And you may know better than me, but I think didn't they just release um, merchandise discounts as well? Yeah, for June, I know that it was 20%. I didn't know if they said it was just June or if it was the summer because Gina's going in July. And I was like, wow, you should really, because Brad said to him, it made a world of difference. He was like, that's a big savings. Right that we didn't know we were going to get. He said, I thought maybe 10%. But when the guy's like, oh no, I said, which is better, my chase or my annual pass? And the guy was like, oh, your annual pass for June is 20%. And I was like, okay. But they came out with some offers, of course, shortly after I put out that uh, little episode that I did in the car on the way to Georgia. Um, The first offer is for Disney Plus customers. If you are a Disney Plus subscriber, you can save up to 35% on your rooms at selected Disney Resort hotels from October 22nd to November 2nd and from November 26th, that's my anniversary, by the way, to December 25th, which is Christmas. So here's what you need to know. Unless something's changed drastically, as long as you are there by December the 25th, it will count for your whole trip because we used to come in on a December 21st when they had free dining, which don't get excited. I've not heard anything about that, but it used to be free dining at Christmas. We would get there on December 21st, but it we'd get free dining until January 1st when we left. So I'm pretty sure that that discount counts all the way to the last day. As long as you check in by the last day, then you get that discount on your trip. So if you're interested in that, we can help you with that. The other offer is just room savings. You can save up to 25% on rooms at select Disney Resort Hotel stays most nights October 2nd to December 25th. In fact, one of my clients saved nearly $3,000 and he thinks I'm magical now, but it's just Disney. Um, (laughs) And the third offer is for Florida residents, Florida residents, Guests can save up to 30% on rooms at select Disney Resort hotels valid from most nights from October 2nd to December 25th. So there's some big savings going on 
We would love to help you reach out to us. Just text on that number and one of us would love to help you. Yeah, those savings are amazing. Um, Of course, it's always one of those fun things that like good thing we check our emails in the morning because there wasn't a heads up. I know this is going to be dropping on this day. It was just, oh, my gosh, hurry up and get on the phone. It it really was. I, I don't mind it. It's just, yeah, a little heads up would be nice because we could tell our clients. <laughs> well, and I I would have woke up at five. If it's released right. at 5 a.m., I would have done it at 5 a.m., but it was eight o'clock and I felt frazzled like, oh, my gosh, it's eight o'clock and I'm just getting on this, which I mean, I was on it pretty quick, right? Right. <laughs> like 8 a.m. I shouldn't feel bad, but I did because I'm so used to Disney dropping things at 5 a.m. for us and us setting alarms and being up to be the first one. So it's just, it's one of those things that um, I just wish we would get a heads up about it. But um, it is cool though, being an agent, because a lot of people would not have gotten the deal if they didn't have an agent there already checking for them. Like none of my clients knew, they just found out later in the day, like, hey, I just saved you some money on your trip. Um, So that's that's one of the things people say how do agents save you money that's how we we don't get it discounted before but we can add discounts that you might not know about for a while correct so disney released some information about the holidays this week and so we're going to tell you a little bit about this brand new to hollywood studios thing it's called jollywood nights and i'm just loving the name i know Um, that's super fun Yeah, I found it very, very cheerful. It's going to be a ticketed event, and it's only going to be available a select number of nights. It begins November 11th through December 20th. The dates are, we have um, two Saturdays in November. That's November 11th and 18th. And then it'll be Monday, November 20th and 27th. And then we've got Wednesday, November 29th. So that was... Six days total? Ten total. Very limited. Five in November. Yep. And then we have our December dates. So we've got Monday, December 4th, Wednesday, December 6th, Saturday, December 16th, Monday, December 18th, and Wednesday, December 20th. So yep, a total of 10 days uh, for this Jollywood Nights. It takes place from 8.30 p.m. and it goes until 12.30 a.m. I'm going to assume that... Um, you can get into the parks early. Have you guys read that? I didn't read that, so I didn't put it in there. But yeah, I would assume too. That's how it's been with everything else, all the other ticketed events. So if you have it, if, if anybody's interested in this, this is something that if you got a hold of us, we would look up for you. But a lot of the ticketed events, you get in at like four o'clock, and you can still go around the park and enjoy the park day, and then enjoy things at the park that evening. You don't have to just get there at eight thirty. Um, the ticket does come with a price tag and that is 159 to $179. Um, if you are staying at a Disney resort or the Swan and Dolphin or at Shades of Green, you can purchase your ticket starting June 29th. They're given a little bit of a head start to all of the guests who are staying on those resorts. Everyone else, you have to wait until July 6th and hope that it's not sold out by then. 
Mm-hmm. Annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club members can save $10 per ticket. So another reason to pay off being an annual pass holder, I guess. Um, and that is for any of the nights. This is a brand new event at Hollywood Studios, but with it comes something that we've had before. It is the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, and that is the nighttime fireworks and laser show that's over at the Chinese Theater. We haven't had that one since Christmas of 2019. So this is back and that's super exciting. Um, the rest of the event, the whole Jollywood Nights, that is brand new. Um, if you are interested in that, reach out to us. If you're staying on site, remember June 29th. We need to know that before June 29th so we can be those first people waking up at 5 a.m. to get on there and make sure that we get your date. Um, and then if you're staying off site, it is July 6th to get those tickets. So I was going to say, because it was too much to put in the podcast, but if you know who Tim Tracker is, or even if you don't go to YouTube and he did, he was invited to do a preview of this. He got to preview merchandise and all kinds of things. So I was just going to encourage the listeners to go and watch that because they did a whole spiel of all the different things that are going to be there. And it looks, did you see that Chrissy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, so much so. I mean, it was all over Instagram. It was all over social media. So much so that my sister and I with the with the um, not the Disney Plus discount, but the regular 25 percent up to 25 percent. We booked a weekend to coincide with the Jollywood party that we're hoping to book. We're hoping to get our tickets. So we're going no, hopefully November 8th. Now I forget because we booked two weekends because Michael's coming home from school one of the weekends. So I had to book the other weekend. (laughs) So I forget which weekend we've got. That's exciting. I know I was watching it with Brad and he's like, you have the annual pass. You and Kaylee can go for the weekend. And I, but I just feel so bad. I feel like I'm not sharing that fun with him. Well, he's encouraging you to go. I know he is. (laughs) I know because I feel bad because Mike usually stays behind for our trips too he's a good guy it's usually me and my sister so but yeah i'm way excited way excited and i did read that um i did read a list of the rides that they're expecting to have open and rise of the resistance will be a virtual queue for the party so be prepared even for the party yeah yeah wow so exciting hopefully we get our tickets and hopefully it all works out and then you can do a trip review for us of course (laughs) I'm just worried about the 10 nights thing. It's going to be in high demand. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It will be. It's going to be, we're going to be sitting in there in orbit for a while. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. we're going to see Space Mountain spinning for a bit. As long as it doesn't crash. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about um, entertainment on the big screen. Um, not that exciting of a news, though. So Elemental opened at the theaters this past Friday, June 16th. This movie had the worst domestic opening ever. People are asking what in the world has happened to Disney. Is this due to the fact that they've had so many people laid off? We don't know. Elemental could only secure 11.8 million, I'm assuming, domestically on its first opening day, making it the worst earner in Pixar's history. Wow. Gosh. Worse than Strange World. Ugh. The the projected numbers for the animated venture are thirty six million, which is still atrocious for a four day weekend. The usual cases at most is the animated films do pretty well right from the start, though it appears the newest Pixar offering will not get that same treatment. Whatever the reason or whoever's the cause, all of us Disney fans are wondering if Disney Pixar movies will ever make another amazing film. 
And if Matt was on here, he'd be saying original. This is an original film, right? It is, except for that a lot of the people that viewed it like critics said it was a huge crossover between Coco and Inside Out. Oh, well, I'll tell you of the five times I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three. Five now? Seen it five. Chrissy, could you just come watch my kids so I can go watch it? <laughs> um, I love it so much. I've seen a preview for Elemental twice, and I was kind of like, meh. Like, even Michael, I think, Michael, one, one of the times I saw Guardians, he went with friends in the same theater and saw uh, the Spider-Verse, the new Spider-Verse movie. He loved that, too. He said almost more than Guardians 3, and I said that was blasphemy. But... Um, <laughs> I think he saw a preview for Elemental and he was just like, I was like, do you want to go see it? And he's like, I'd rather go see Spider-Verse or Guardians again. So, I mean, and we usually do go see Pixar movies. So we were kind of left like, meh. See, and I still, I heard nothing about it until I heard a commercial. I, I gonna, I'm going to assume either on the radio or like Pandora. I, I remember hearing it. So it must've been on the radio or something. And I was like, I, for me, I don't know, maybe I'm under a rock or something. I'm not getting out to the movies enough to see previews. But all, all these ones I keep hearing about their big flops. I'm like, I didn't even know this happened. Like, I don't think they're advertising all that great, to be honest. They're not playing things up. I've seen a lot of advertising for it, actually. Have you? So it's, my, it's me then. <laughs> my, my kids at least have. They know the name of it. Yeah. I don't think, though, that they, and I know you weren't on that show, Brandy, when they said, how do you remember how many million they said they spent on that, Stephanie? Or maybe you weren't on there either. When we were talking about how many million dollars they spent on advertising to pump up this live action mermaid movie. Oh, I was on that one and it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they ran out of money. <laughs> well, I mean, even think about it, like they had McDonald's Happy Meal toys for Guardians and Little Mermaid, but I don't yes. believe we're having McDonald's Happy Meal toys for this one because my sister just texted me and said that we're having squishmallows because my nieces are crazy about squishmallows. And she's like, watch out for these. You know, if you guys go to McDonald's, you know, can you give me your squishmallows? Oh, they have those in Happy Meals now? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they oh, do. Apparently. Well, I guess we're going to have to go get some Happy Meals. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, they're, they're, I haven't even seen. And, you know, usually like when you're at the grocery store, when you buy like the craft mac and cheese there's usually like a pixar character on the box or something tying in with the latest movie or something or you know your juicy juice or your yogurts or what there i haven't seen i mean i see commercials on tv every now and then like if i'm flipping through or whatever but not i haven't seen much and to be honest when i did see the previews for Elemental, the story seemed kind of over even, not my, I mean, I kind of got, but it seemed more like a teenage love story. Oh. Like fire and water were falling in love, maybe? I don't know. Maybe that's what I got out of it. It is written by a man who I believe is American and he married an Asian person and all the difficulties that came with that. And that's where he got the idea that water and fire could fall in love they're different person you know what i mean so yeah i mean it, it looked cute but i mean 
I, I maybe Steph, you would know better than me if your kids would even be interested in watching it. I mean, it would probably be funny, but I think like even some of the scenes I thought were kind of like, this is for like, like the humor might be for older kids. Yeah. Even some of the storyline I think would be for not that like mature audiences, but like, I don't think it's where Toy Story is like for all, like everyone right. can kind of get it. That I think it's maybe for an older audience. That's just my take. Yeah. What do I know? I, I only watch MCU movies, apparently, obsessively. <laughs> I mean, there there have been a couple that I feel like have been targeted for an older audience. That I'm... Like Turning Red. Yes. Turning Red. That, you know, that, you know, like preteen. But that one has been big and that I, I didn't put all that in the article, but that was one of the things that they said that really turning red has been the last big movie after Encanto. I loved Encanto, but turning red was not for my children's age. They were totally uninterested. The kids, I don't know if you've ever played any of that music in your classroom stuff, but if you play any of those songs from turning red, the kids go crazy. Um, I remember because the last couple of days when we were cleaning and stuff at school, the kids went crazy. And then uh, Kaylee was disappointed and she had seen that from Tim Tracker too. He was bummed that there wasn't a four town shirt for adults. Well, she realized that she's small enough now that she can wear an extra large child's. And so she went over (laughs) and got a four town shirt and their merch is going crazy for that movie. So I don't know. We'll go over to the western side of the country and Chrissy can give us some good news. Yes, over in, yes, this is very good news. Over in California, the second red car trolley has returned to service at Disney's California Adventure, marking the first time both trolley cars have run at once since 2018. Though the red car trolley is now considered an iconic element of Disney's California Adventure, it was only added in 2012, over a decade after the park opened. In 2018, Red Car Trolley closed due to Avengers Campus construction. It remained closed for years longer than planned due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Since returning to service in July 2022, only car 623 has been running. Now, Trolley Car 717 has returned to service and the two cars can be seen passing each other on Hollywood Boulevard. 717 is a reference to the opening date of Disneyland, july 17th i love that little stuff yeah i do too and and the trolley car is is so wonderful i did ride it a couple of times when we entered california adventure just to get over to avengers campus it's lovely well you know on those 10 mile walk days (laughs) nostalgic the conductors on the trolley car they they they're humorous you kind of like think Jungle Cruise skippers, only they get to kind of ad lib their jokes. They're not quite so scripted. And um, they had a lot of fun on my birthday. They got to play along with that. But um, they also give you like facts and trivia about like things as you're going along. So it's, you know, I love a good corny joke. Oh, yeah. And the, the, the jokes were good and corny. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. I have to save that for the trip report, but we met a guy that liked to tell lots of corny jokes at Trader Sam's. Love it. <laughs> so Brad's favorite part of the show is say it ain't so. I don't know how his little song goes that he made up, but anyway. Say it ain't so. 
Uh, so guest misbehavior, as you guys all know, has been growing more and more since the pandemic. Uh, Disney does its very best to make sure that everybody is safe at the parks, but still has a great time while visiting the parks. Well, sometimes guests make the cast member's job super difficult. And recently there were guests on the Three Caballeros in the Mexican Pavilion, or that has another name. Chrissy, what's the other name? Grand Fiesta Tour. Thank you. The ride stopped. Well, we've all had ride stop and especially those boat rides like Small World and um, what's the other one? Pirates of the Caribbean. I feel like there's always some kind of backup with the boats. But I mean, it's never ridiculous. Well, apparently there was a female guest on there that was not happy and she was not get the boats were not moving fast enough for her. So she hopped on out the side of the boat and you there's not even that much to walk on in that specific ride. And she was walking along the side and they said she was very intoxicated. She was screaming at the guests along the way. And there was a guest that uploaded a video to clarify the situation further, claiming the screaming woman tried to fight with people on the boat behind her. Uh, the guest also claims the woman swung at two young workers and scared children and was eventually taken away by security. No one knows exactly what they did to the guest, but we do know. Typically, Disney removes the guest and causes or the guest that caused the issue in the park. And sometimes they ban them from the park. I think that girl visited, La, what is it, La Cava Tequila before she got on the th- <laughs> And she must have visited a, um, a few places before that. <laughs> she must have. Mm-mm. She could have just went there. Trust me. I learned that the hard way. Just one. That is, that is a tasty avocado margarita. Yes. I'm not okay. gonna yeah, lie. I've had those too. But They're good. I just don't understand this whole concept of adults drinking too much alcohol and getting on rides <laughs> and or other things and just getting like go into it's not like a bar where it's dreary and unhappy and people go there to drink and get mad and fight and carry on. Like this is a happy place, even if you're an adult. Like you're on vacation. Like have your margarita, have a good time, enjoy the ride. Like, that's all you need to do. Like, it's it's not needed. I don't get it. Unless it was so hot and it was so refreshing and it just went down so easy. I'm telling you <laughs> what, though, they, they, homemade, they make homemade tequila there and holy schmoly. Oh, I'm not saying you can't catch a good buzz. I just don't get the being stupid afterward part. <laughs> I just have to take a nap. Yeah, I mean, like, if anything, it's it's only in having a couple of beverages in the sunshine and Disney, especially Epcot, even during a festival where you don't really mean to enjoy yourself that much, but you just <laughs> keep trying all these delightful little drinks that you can't have any other time. And that's how you justify it. Like, well, I have to try it now. It'll never come back. It's festival time. So you have all these delightful little drinks. And all of a sudden you're like, wow. This is amazing. It only enhanced my day. It did not make me want to be belligerent. So that's why I don't <laughs> understand it, I guess. I guess I also don't understand because I'm not an angry person. If I, like, I get really happy. Like, you might get an extra hug and I might not know right. you or something. But, like, <laughs> swinging at cast members? Like, come on. I become even more friendly. Yes. Right. <laughs> I would, I just can't get over the, like, I what in your right mind makes you think that you should swing at a cast member? Like, come on. Well, they're not in their right mind. <laughs> well, just. If it intensifies your personality and you're not nice, don't do it. Yeah, right. Don't go to Disney to do it. Yeah, right. you're somewhere else. 
All right. Well, switching gears a little bit. Um, let's talk about some of this weather, right? That's always a common. How's the weather? Vicki can uh, probably speak on this because she was there with some of the recent rainy, mm-hmm. stormy weather and um, world celebration roof drain. There was like a ton of of rain coming out of that thing over at Epcot. Water was pushing out of the seams of the column because the rain was coming out with such force. And it was raining so hard. The guest said that Big Thunder Mountain looked kind of more like a water ride than it did a roller coaster. And so Disney just kind of wanted to throw this out there and remind guests that Disney World is the most magical place on Earth. However, they don't control the weather. So just pack for whatever type of weather that could possibly be thrown your way. It is Florida. Um, You know, sometimes they have hurricanes. So pack (laughs) for whatever the weather is. I like going when it's rainy because it scares some people off, but it's funny because a lot of people think that they're going to get a refund because it rained. Nope. You're not going to get a refund. It's weather. It's not Disney's fault. Just go to the park and enjoy it. A rainy day in Disney is better than a rainy day anywhere else. Or a sunny day anywhere else. It's true. (laughs) Well, talking again more about those elemental characters that some people heard about, but that I didn't. Um, (laughs) Wade and Ember take a seat at Disney Springs. There's a photo opportunity and um, they can be found in the planters between the dino store at T-Rex and the Lego store and thereby the BB Wolf Sausage Company. Um, Wade and Ember are on a bench. Um, looks like you would want to come sit with them, but actually they don't want you climbing through the, the plant beds. Don't do that. Um, you can pose in front of the planner and take a photo of the statue. Um, sign has also been placed there to remind you, don't climb on the characters. Don't climb through the flowers. That's someone's job to plant those and make it look nice. Don't go disrupting that. I always wonder when they put things, like they obviously already planned and like, you know, whosever job it was to go put that out there and make that statue and put it all together. Yeah, it was probably scheduled before the movie did bad. So I'm always <laughs> curious when this happens, how soon they take down like the, like, I'm just like, what's that movie? I was there's an awful movie. Oh, like, why do they even want to put that out there? I always wonder about that. Right. In fact, they had taken, it, it was Guardians of the, I mean, not, not because I'm obsessed with it, but just because. Mm-hmm. I had read on social media they had just taken down the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff to put elemental stuff up. So I think it's funny that this movie bombed so badly mm-hmm. that they have they took down the stuff from a fairly decent producing movie to put something that tanked so badly. <laughs> Maybe it'll gain momentum. I mean, if it's a photo op, and especially I would just feel like it's not even just that unless that spots earmarked for promoting the new movie it it usually is it's usually whatever's the newest film you think you'd want to keep out the stuff that i mean guardians has been around for a while it's not going right so it's it's the newest so in a few you know a few weeks it'll be the next one and the next one in defense of the crazy people that i guess were climbing up there to take a picture it looks very much like there's room for someone to sit and take a picture You know how they have the bench at the front of the Magic Kingdom with Roy and Minnie. Mm -hmm. It looks similar to that. So Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you should do that. So please, listeners, do not hear me say to climb up in the greenery and sit down with them. But it looks like that. It looks like it was made for people to take a posed picture. So 
it's it's their own fault for setting it up like that. That's right. <laughs> they should have done that. They should have thought. <laughs> well, over on the West Coast again, over in Disneyland in New Orleans Square, the new restaurant, Tiana's Palace, is taking shape. It is going to be a quick service restaurant, and guests are starting to get a good look at what it's going to look like. Tiana's Palace will be replacing the former French Market Restaurant. The restaurant will offer authentic New Orleans flavors inspired by Tiana's friends and adventures in this quick service style restaurant. It will be the newest restaurant on New Orleans Street with peach colored walls and fancy green wrought iron balconies. It will serve gumbo and the ever famous beignets. I assume it will have other things, but those are the two things that they mentioned. Always good plan. So I thought this was a say it isn't so, but it is not a saying it ain't so. Uh, so a guest was thrown out of Trader Sam's and Shannon Tiki Room in California. But before everybody gets up in arms, it's not the way you think. Because <laughs> I was like, what? So Trader Sam, Sam's is a friendly, they have one both in California and in Orlando. And it is a place that you can go and have fun antics going on because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But at 8 p.m., no kids are allowed in. You have to be 21 and up to get in. And I don't think that I realized that until I was just on this trip. But no kids after 21. So, I mean, after 8 o'clock. So if they're in there, they're going to ask the people to, like, pay their bill and head on out. It's not to be mean. It's well stated from the beginning. And, and I heard the lady saying it to anybody that I saw getting in line to go on the waiting list. Just so you know, at 8 o'clock, you'll be having to take your children out of here so disney requires that people have a valid photo id to be served so as long as you have your id you're good but there was a guest that went she had an id prior to coming to disney but she lost it and so she had just gotten a paper replacement copy and um they put their name on the waiting list but guess what happened it was after eight o'clock so um that happens when you're doing this waiting list thing. We were very, very blessed and got in. I think it was exactly 35 or 40 minutes. It was not bad at all the day that we went, but I know it can be really long. So they went back is after eight o'clock. So when they got in there, the waitress asks for their ID. Well, it has to be a real ID, like a plastic from the DMV, or I guess a passport would work. I don't know, but you, um, cannot have a paper copy because they could be altered. And so they had to tell her that they were very sorry, but that she was going to have to leave Trader Sam. So she wasn't exactly Aww. thrown out. I didn't like how that was portrayed at the beginning. Um, but that's all that to say, make sure you have an ID with you when you go to Trader Sam's. So Vicki, when you were at the one at the Polynesian, did they check your ID at the table? Yes and no. They just had to say that they looked at it. Right. I, there was no way that lady looked at all of ours that quickly. No. But it really was more fun than I ever could have imagined. Uh. I mean, I always wanted to see what it was like. I just felt bad for Kaylee because she's always wanted to go in there. And my friend Angela was like, we're doing this. We're doing this. And I said, Kaylee's going to be jealous. She goes, anytime that I can make Kaylee Black jealous about Disney, this is a good day for me. <laughs> How funny. Oh, that's awesome. Well, then I'm adding that one to my list. All right. Two attractions are going to be closing for some refurbishments this summer in California. First one is Toy Story Midway Mania. 
It's scheduled to be closed Saturday, June 17th. And unfortunately, there isn't really a reopening date on the calendar. I'm hoping it's as quick as this next one because I don't like when they don't give us a date. I know. (laughs) Makes me nervous. Get flashbacks of the the train. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. So um, the next one is soaring around the world. They're going to have some work done too. That one is just going to be shut down from July 5th and it's scheduled to reopen July 15th. So just 10 days. Um, Of course, that's always the if all things are going well. Um, Sometimes they move those dates back and back and back and back. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, And let's hope that they quickly give us the reopen date for that Toy Story Midway Mania. For sure. So if you really wanted to ride the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser and I'm going to say that wrong, the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser and you weren't able to afford or even grab a reservation before it closed forever, you can still have the opportunity to purchase merchandise. The merchandise is now available on Shop Disney. So hurry to the website, rake in your Star Wars Galactic Cruiser gear. That is so Disney. (laughs) Yeah. Like, hey, you're not. Well, I mean, honestly, it kind of says something about that whole debacle. If it wasn't all just like bought up and tried to be resold on eBay for hundreds of thousands of dollars that it's not worth. Because that's kind of what happened with like, obviously, Splash Mountain is not a good example because it's way more iconic than like anything. But usually when something closes, I feel like everybody grabs up all that merchandise. Anything they think could possibly be limited edition, they grab that all up and try to resale it. The thing about that merchandise was you had to have a reservation in order to be able to uh, buy it. Really? Right? Or yeah, you could you could use you could buy it in a certain window on Shop Disney before your cruise. But you had to have the reservation, yeah. You had to have a reservation. So it's not just anybody going click, click, click. So that stuff couldn't be swept up. Now it can be, but I mean, it's going to be, well, who's going to want it if everyone can get it type of thing. Right. Yeah. But I see what you're saying because everyone, when they announced Splash Mountain was closing, everyone swarmed in, but there was no real end date. So people were like, clearing the shelves and it was still another year or so yeah i mean or maybe two years total before the announcement to when it actually shut down (laughs) right (laughs) and i ordered mine on disney food blog if anybody's wanting one it says um something about the final tour or the farewell tour for splash mountain they had one and it was too cute so i ordered it Many fans were thrilled to hear that Disney would be making Frozen 3, but nothing ever goes without an issue or two. While the storyline hasn't been revealed as of yet, we do know that Jennifer Lee won't be returning as the director of this movie. She has agreed to stay on as a role model or mentor for whoever chooses to direct the film. Frozen and Frozen 2 songwriters Kristen Anderson... Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez will be returning for the third movie. Quote, it got us very excited, end quote, Kristen said. Now we have to let the wheels of Hollywood do what they do, but we were very excited with their ideas. I'm sad. I I don't know if you guys all watched the making of Frozen 2 uh, under the direction of Jennifer Lee, but she's amazing. And I'm happy that she's going to mentor, but 
does that mean that person's going to have the same mindset as her? And I don't know, just scared. I don't know. We saw what happened to Star Wars when they did that. <laughs> True. True debt. A lot of fan complaints over that. Uh, some, some holes in the story of what happened to certain characters and not learning about them training and knowing they had powers and... And all of a sudden, they just force fly through the space to another spaceship. And they don't know how that happened. (laughs) Disney magic. Pixie dust. (laughs) Well, I want to give a shout out. Thanks to, I hope I'm saying your name right, Angel Rubinon from Connecticut for reaching out to us this week. I was so excited. Yay! I, we love to hear from our listeners and Angel's a new one that I've heard from. And he said he listens to us every week when he's traveling from Connecticut, I believe to New Jersey for his job. And, um, but we uh, just love let, hearing your ideas. And he gave us some ideas for what he'd like to see for some future podcasts. So I've got that on the radar and I just appreciated him write it in. Um, and thank you guys. Uh, we love to celebrate the magic with everybody every week. It's so fun. And uh, this just, I love all of our normal uh, listeners. So please don't take that aggressively or offensively, however you want to take it. I was just so excited to hear from someone new from a different part of the country. Yeah, so he's our one shout out for tonight. Thank you everyone for joining us. Thanks for listening and go on to Apple or Podbean if you can. Give us a rating or comment. It would mean a lot to us. We absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So just let us know what you'd like to hear more of. Uh, Like Vicki just said, we're always reshaping our show to cater to our listeners' needs. So uh, just hit us up. And if you're interested in being a guest on our show or have a question or a comment, just text us 636-373-4497. Check us out on our social media account, The Mascapades Podcast on Facebook. And if you would like a free quote, contact Vicki, Stephanie, Christy, or me, Brandy, at 636-373-4497. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki and Brad will be sharing their recent Disney No Parks trip. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Farewell, foolish mortals. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Have a magical day, my friends. 